1: Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian and writer John Luke Roberts. Hello, hello. Hello, welcome. Thanks for coming down. It's a pleasure. No, it's great. Um, John Luke, should we dive in? Who's going
0: to be your first choice for Desmond? Uh First Desiline and Dick. By the way, did you come up with the name before the the, uh, the concept or the concept for the name? Like all good radio features, name, work backwards. Great. Um, so uh, first up would be Jacob Rees-Mogg. Jacob Rees-Mogg,
1: okay. Yeah. Will it surprise you to find out that this is the first time Jacob
0: Rees-Mogg has been chosen? I sort of well actually it kind of pleases me the first time he's been chosen okay because I feel angry about living in a world where what Jacob Rees-Mogg reckons about anything has any effect on anything actually happening okay he should be confined <laughs> to a sort of minor character in a Victorian gothic novel definitely on the side of the bad family not the good one <laughs> yeah uh, he doesn't um he, he he seems to have some control over what is happening mm. to the country first mm. of all, and I don't understand. I don't understand how we've got into that situation, and I can't really quite live with it. He, he's at best the line drawing from a, uh, not even a very good Victorian artist. No, like okay, that. a Victorian. You pick. You say saying... he's definitely. De- that's definitely his era. Yes, okay. I think he's too. The Georgian era is too light. The um, the there's too much fun in the long 18th century, okay. and before that, everything gets a bit ribald. Victorian is definitely Jacob Rees Mogg. He's he's got that kind of nobody should have any fun but money is what I, he's a grad he's a he's a dickens character isn't he he's a dickens character, he's a dickens he character is. yeah but early dickens I o- think. almost un- i was I, trying to get across the point he's not a good character he's not well drawn i think
1: yeah i got i definitely yeah got you got that, got that? Yeah. yeah
0: yeah he's 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 a he's um he'd take up maybe a page yes. suddenly he'd get you from a to b He's not part of the main plot. Maybe he'd be introduced, and then Dickens would realise, because of course he'd be writing them to put out in magazines every month. He'd go, "Actually, I'm not bringing him back. I don't want to spend time with him. I can't. I can't deal with this. It's like a mistake. Yeah, a mistake. Yeah. Like a like a, a, a half thought through arsehole. <laughs> and how many people are thinking through the arsehole, right?
1: Yeah. Um, okay, Jacob Reese mogg Need I ask any more? I mean, it is. He's, he's he is unbelievable. It's like such a such an incredible character.
0: It's almost unbelievable that he wasn't thought up by someone. Well, he may have made himself up. There's okay. that possibility. Okay, but then I don't think he's got that much imagination. So I don't know that yes. he could have. I could but, have done it. But maybe he is quite good at convincing people of things because he must have done something to have gotten to. Well, all he needs to do. Where is it, Sussex or somewhere? So, somewhere he's got. I don't think he needs to convince his constituents because obviously he's in a very safe. Uh, Tory seat and Mm. he obviously appeals to the uh, very hard uh well, this is it, but then there's that weird thing. I don't mean to get too into it, but there's that weird thing now where the most conservative of the conservative politicians are the least conservative, are taking yeah. the least safe route and the most stupid, idiotic route on some baffling ideological campaign and claiming that this most incredibly elite, and a, a man elite enough to, I'm sure, wear a top hat to bed, yeah. claiming yeah. to speak for the common man somehow. I know. <laughs> it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. And he might become prime minister at some point or another.
0: Is that what people are saying, right? Uh, Well, who knows? I mean, he'd he'd have to convince his party at this point. I guess he could do it without a general election. Mm. I would like to think that the public wouldn't vote for Jacob Rees-Mogg. Well, I would like to think so. Yeah, but you know, these days, who knows? Who knows? I'm, I'm definitely, I'm maybe more out of touch than Jacob Rees-Mogg is. (laughs) I guess that's the, that's the worry at my heart in this. Well, why is that? Well, because I like Jacob Rees-Mogg. At least he saw Brexit coming. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Um, Jacob Rees-Mogg. And, the- and he's such a prime Brexler. He's set up all his all his companies that he's got his fingers in. They're all making sure they're safe from Brexit and warning all their people and investing in gold, I'm sure. All this stuff that I half read and remember and then get angry about. Well, <laughs> you're doing really well. Um, anything else on Jacob Rees-Mogg? No, I don't want to do an ad hominem attack.
1: Okay. <laughs> And should you be stuck on a desert island with him, it's not going to be great, is it? Do you know what I mean? Is he going to put any effort in?
0: I would feel like it was sort of taking one for the team. Like oh, because he was yes, there, yes. he wasn't here. Yes. And he wasn't anywhere with a large enough population to have any sway over anything really happening. I would suffer, but maybe it's for the greater good. You're taking one for the team? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's how I'm looking at this whole exercise, really. It's really saving the world. One, it's a very selfless first choice, actually. Thank you. Thank you.
1: You're doing really well. Um, okay, great. Jacob Reese Mogg is your first choice, and who's going to be your second choice, John Luke? Morrissey. Morrissey, we definitely don't see enough morrissey in the way that that is another first i believe for really this podcast. yeah that's extraordinary morrissey I, I, he, he was sort of i i, I, I almost evaded it because I oh it's well, too obvious i've actually just remembered the other time morrissey ah, was on yeah. so no he has been on this podcast before morrissey why morrissey
0: need i ask why morrissey i guess that's sort of not really and that's the sad thing like i i'm not quite of the I, I, I'm not of the. I'm not, I wasn't around when the Smiths originally came out. Mm. In my late teens, I discovered the Smiths and became very attached to them. Mm. Uh, and I just feel terribly let down. Yeah. But it seems from reading all the different things that he's been awful for a very long time. It's just everyone kept saying, "Oh, he doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it." He said something about the Chinese. Oh, he doesn't mean he doesn't <laughs> mean it. He, he released something about you know he, he he he's he's been reasonably racist for quite a long time. But mm. it was always no, he doesn't mean it. He's just he, he's it's fine. I it's it's quite sad to have sort of a spokesman. I guess it's a very teenage feeling that feeling of the passionate loner, the poetic person left out of society, who finds beautiful ways of expressing their vulnerability and of being a misfit and not being part of things, and then to find out how much hatred they're steeped in. it's not really because it it changes the music too like i Mm. I kind of believe in separating the art from the artist but then there's some artists you just can't do it Mm. when it's as personal as that seems to be and as much about the soul as the the lyrics or the music
1: i can't listen to it and enjoy it in the way i used to no yeah it is such a shame because i love the smiths yeah and just like and even like some uh, more quite a lot of morrissey solo right
0: yeah i yeah I, I did lo- too. Yeah, I- <laughs> <laughs> can you not listen to it anymore? I I don't. If it comes on, if it comes on shuffle, mm. I probably won't knock it off. There's sort of fond memories of listening to it. And actually, in Morrissey's solo stuff, there is more of the playing up the obnoxiousness. Mm. I think. Yeah, and definitely. so that becomes part of the game, maybe. But then even that's not fun when the game sort of seeps out into, like you know, the more you ignore me, the closer I get. Those sorts of uh, you kind yeah. of think. Well, actually. I understand why you sing about people not liking you. It's because you're not a very pleasant individual. No, it's true. Because yeah, you're not very likeable. Yeah. Um,
1: stop being horrible. Maybe that's why he was such a loner when he was young. Because he was horrible. Because he, he was horrible. He's always horrible, yeah. And that's what he left out of his book. Um, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Morrissey. I mean, the stuff that he comes out with, you kind of think, when th- when is someone going to put a stop to this? When will someone stop him? But I think that's it.
0: Who's who's looking after? Who's watching the Morrissey? That's a... the uh,
1: well. I guess no one because he he doesn't stay with a label or, uh, uh, well, I, I have no idea about his management. But if it moves as much as he he moves label, yeah. then you know he's obviously no
0: one's got any control over him. What Morrissey needs is a uh, is uh, maybe. Mm, oh no, wait. Maybe if life had been kinder to Morrissey, then Morrissey wouldn't have ended up like this. Oh. Maybe life is to blame. Maybe life But is there's a problem. point, Morrissey, at which you've got to take responsibility for your own actions. Yes. And I think that's probably now. Yes, that is, yeah. Well, I've come full circle on that very quickly. <laughs> yeah. You did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forgive! <laughs> Everyone else was to blame
1: now, Morrissey. Um, mm-hmm. No, you do have to take responsibility, and, and the stuff that he comes out with isn't okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. No. Not, like, yeah. Morrissey, <laughs> a, f- a fine choice. Um... Yes, I don't like the way that he lets people down as well. So, like, apart from the, the horrific stuff he comes out with, when he he'll book a stadium of, of of show, uh, he'll book a tour of stadium shows, and then he'll just last minute decide that he's not going to do it. You know, he'll let
0: down seventy not seventy thousand, he'll let down thousands of people. Well, from what I understand, that's because ticket sales weren't very high. Oh, and so he could, it was maybe I don't. But so, so maybe just, it is his fault. I read yeah. that in the press. No, but... so I don't know that it's true. But it does make me think that oh, good. Well, because the problem is, it, Morrissey's fan base are not the people who hold the opinions Morrissey continues to espouse. That's that. It, like, it's very true, and yeah. I'm sure a lot of like I, a few years ago, if you'd offered me Morrissey tickets, I'd have gone oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, now I don't think I'd even go out of. I think I I couldn't quite face it.
1: Yes, I. I mean, I think I'm the same. I. I when you're talking about shuffle. When a Smith song comes on or a Morrissey solo song comes on, I have to, I I can't listen to it without thinking about how vile he is. Yeah. (laughs) And it just, that just, you know, it just ruins so
0: much of my teenage years. Yeah. Do we, by the way, for legal issues, do we have to like put inverted commas somehow around racist? Like when that's said, or Um, do you think there's enough now to... Stand up in court. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I'm not that worried he's going to hear this. But no, okay.
1: But if he does, then, you know, please come on, Morrissey. He seems like the sort who'd
0: Google his name.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he definitely does. Yeah. (laughs) I won't tag him in it then. No, no, don't tag Morrissey. Um, Okay, Morrissey is a second choice, a very fine second choice. And who's going to be your third choice for your desert
0: island? I'll very nearly put in a fictional character that's also okay but yeah. I, I decided sort of against it I thought because generally I'm so conflict averse that my worry with every real person I mention is well they'll find out mm, and, yeah. I'll, and so I'm leaving people out who are like I could see a direct career route while, or where they get in the way yes um, but I've, so my third character it's a very roundabout way of saying this isn't it um, Jeff Koons the artist yes okay can I just quickly ask what the who the fictional character was that you're going to choose
1: oh you can't mention no, I, can't, I can't, actually I can't remember. Okay, all right, no worries. No, I'm, but okay. I'm not sure they were
0: human. Okay. I was thinking at one point Waluigi, but then I really came around to him. Like, oh. As I was thinking about saying, "Nah, he would be a, it'd, <laughs> it'd, that'd be fun." Nice, yeah. I, it's just the way that Waluigi is a sort of mirror of a mirror. Like he, it, the the logic to get to Waluigi is incredible. Yeah. Okay. Mario is the opposite of Mario, but then. Waluigi is the opposite, but it should should be Sevenuigi if you're going to do the same thing of of uh, swapping the first letter upside down, but it's not, it's Waluigi so he's more related to Wario in terms of, uh, he's connected to Wario but he's not connected to Luigi Mario oh my the, God. the logic goes after you go to wario then it's a new brand new logic to get to waluigi's name so i mean i think that's fascinating that is fascinating but yeah. um i don't think it's enough to like say i don't think waluigi is to blame because really he's just the shadow of a shadow okay yeah if anyone is to blame it's mario i think yeah, why well because mario of that it's a bit like batman and the joker it's mm. like every batman film now seems to be about why oh, sure i don't know i haven't watched the most recent, but that um, <laughs> you can't, you wouldn't have the Joker if you didn't have Batman. No, you wouldn't true. have Wario if you, if in a world which Mario did not exist, would Wario have turned up? No, almost certainly not. No, S- so he's the root of the problem. Yeah, and then Waluigi. I mean, you'd never get there if Wario hadn't been there in the first place. I mean, imagine if that had happened. If before they'd made Wario, Waluigi had popped up. Wow, Wha- <laughs> <I> would. <laughs> that would be crazy. Mad, mad. So it's unthinkable. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> imagine a world where Waluigi was the. First character in that, like he was the one who was jumping over the barrels thrown by, and, they, and then farm. they work backwards to the protagonist. Oh, imagine if you still, <laughs> if you, he was the original protagonist, but through some peculiar logic, we still ended up in a world in which Mario existed. Like they managed to work <laughs> backwards through know. these like funhouse mirrors and still end up with Mario. That it would be incredible. Yeah, I kind of feel like there's infinite options. <laughs> <Is> there... <laughs> How many more? I don't think there's more. More of the wah side of things i no, think it okay. stops at wario and waluigi because presumably like a wabowser mm. would be a positive because y- if he's the opposite of bowser yes. but if he's the opposite of bowser doesn't that mean he's better than mario because bowser is more evil than mario is good but the more- mario is really i think in a way amoral <laughs> like he takes lives quite readily and they're bad people but and his only drive is not really to save the kingdom it's the, i'm putting waluigi in it's okay, um, yeah. uh, it's not to save the king it's to save the princess so that's a, a kind of. Well, I mean, but what if it all started with the princess? <laughs> well, but this is so. I think it's certainly Mario is not um, acting selflessly to save anybody. He is, um, as has cropped up a few times, he has a romantic interest yes. in the princess. Okay, so this isn't a selfless act. No, this is. There's an amount of self interest in that, so he's not pure good. And indeed, on the. On the way to do, it. he's obviously finds it fun as well. Or you know, he jumps on things, they die, and he he's smiling a lot. So there's a lot of slaughter. He does find that enjoyable. He he's 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 as much an antihero as a hero. Okay. So I think you could argue. <laughs> this is so good. Well, but the opposite of Mario is not going to be pure evil. And Bowser, well, maybe Bowser isn't. Maybe Bowser is the opposite of Mario because, I mean, Bowser is driven by self interest as well. What's Bowser's well Bowser or just steals the princess at the beginning. Now that's a that's a worse act than Mario would ever do. But it's clear that Mario feels some misplaced ownership over the princess. Okay. You know, like I I I think maybe he's overstepping his and He thinks that I I I don't think it would be hard to put up the argument that um that that Mario <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think I think think Mario thinks the princess owes him. Ah. I think Mario just... he like, he. like There's many other people, as you find out. Like Luigi could say, can say, has, has saved the princess. Mm. There's lots of other people. You look in Mario Kart, any of those things. There's people capable of doing it. Mario, well, does he take it on himself because he thinks I'm the only person willing to risk my life like this? Or does he do it because he thinks, no, wait, you guys don't. I'm going to do it. She's mine. Oh, yes, probably. Because the princess has time and time again, like she's very like smiling with him, but... This is never. There's never the stage when she says yes, Mario. Uh, oh. Let's. She's clearly not wanting the relationship with Mario that Mario. I think is. I think is after. I think you're probably right. And that's um, that's Mario's burden. That's that shouldn't be the princess's. Okay. So you're going to pick the artist Jeff, Jeff Coombs as yours. No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm going to put Waluigi in. Waluigi. Okay. Because well, I think he is a dick. But I'd actually, I'd, I, I think it's fair enough to say <laughs> I am on this island. I want one I can have fun with, and I want to be able to discuss with somebody who's had first hand experience. experience of the rest of this world. There's no Waiyoshi, is there? No, there isn't. How long did it take for Waluigi to be introduced? I think he was. In fact, I don't, he's not been in any of the major games, as far as I'm aware. Now, I'm not an expert on this. He probably came in like Mario Tennis or something, or Mario Kart, but I don't think he's been in any of the main series of platformers. Okay. Um, so Waluigi is, he's not even. I mean, Wario has had his own games, so I can. I, that's why I can picture Wario, uh-huh. but I can't picture Waluigi. He's taller than Luigi, or like spindlier than Luigi, mm. and he's purple. I think, Oh, he wears a purple suit, uh, and he's got an upside. I think he has got an upside down L on his. Ah, it's not a W. I think it's an L upside down.
1: So he's more. Is he? So he's far more menacing than
0: Luigi. He's more menacing than Wario. Ah, really? To look at, like, um, and I don't know whether that's some kind of. Uh, uh body prejudice i have no okay. i think it might well be like um you know wario's short rounder maybe that makes me warm to him in a way i wouldn't to Waluigi. <laughs> yeah okay. like he's spiky he's sp- okay, you know there's not, yeah. it feels like there's that um there's something skeletal about him Mm, okay less cuddly less cuddly i suppose and that's i i i feel like maybe those shouldn't be I, Terms I mean, but it's definitely true. I'm so interested. Luigi is cuddlier than Waluigi by quite some way, but Luigi you would still uh, call a a tall, slim man in a way you wouldn't call Mario. He is so, a tall, slim man. You're yeah. right.
1: So, Waluigi, well, I'm re- what I'm really interested in is where your research of this
0: has come from. Have you
1: have you played all of the game? How
0: like I've played, I've played a reason. I'm I'm not really that. Uh, like I, I think I've played most of the. I was of Sega. I, like, I played. The, mm. I had a Mega Drive as, yeah. a, t, as a as a, a little boy, and then and then an N sixty four. So I've probably played every Mario platformer mm. since Mario sixty four. Okay, to completion, except for I've never played Mario, Sunshine. I think is it Sunshine. So I'm sort of. I'm not a hardcore fan, no. and in fact, I didn't. I've not thought this through before I started speaking.
1: No, but you so easily dissect it that I feel like you must have some background or some research into maybe i've nice. just spent
0: i don't my unconscious may have done all this work for me <laughs> i think i have... I've don't I've d- I've d- i didn't feel like i yeah amazing i yeah. don't feel like you need a better reason than to pick waluigi right? waluigi also i really don't like I, i'd love the idea of jacob reese morgan waluigi trying to socialize or in any way like that is a picture understand each other but and maybe actually in understanding each other Coming from such different worlds, they could begin to to ch- go through some personal transformation.
1: Hmm, okay. So you feel like maybe Waluigi mm-hmm. <laughs> So you feel like maybe Waluigi might be able to help Jacob Reese Mogg
0: become more human. Become the Mog he was meant to be. Mm. And it's worth noting too, like they're not dissimilar. You you know, if you were casting a film, a live action film with Waluigi and an actor who looked like Jacob Rees-Mogg walked in, you you you'd probably pencil him. Like he get he he wouldn't not get far in the process. Yes, I think you're probably right. And then for Jacob Rees-Mogg to discover Waluigi was the sort of dark um, mirror of Luigi, and for Jacob Rees-Mogg to be faced with the things he does have in common with Waluigi, perhaps the uh, the self interest, that the kind of that, that level of conservatism, the rest of it, and to realise that Waluigi's opposite was a force for good. Yes. Perhaps uh, Jacob rees would go through some soul searching and find a way to change, find personal change. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morris is beyond hope, though. I feel
1: like yeah, yeah, he's on his own somewhere yeah. on the other side of the island. <laughs> yeah.
0: If Mark couldn't do it, L- Waluigi won't. <laughs>
1: You're so good. You're so right. Waluigi as a third choice. I don't know if anyone has dissected their choice as good as you've just di- dissected Waluigi.
0: Well, thank you. It and was it wasn't excellent. even my choice. It was yeah. I know. I, I know.
1: I was just interested to
0: know which fictional character. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Because basically I thought Waluigi and thought, no, I don't know. Why? Why would I do that? And I found out. Actually, I, I did know why. Okay. <laughs> Go to your happy place For a happy price Go to your happy price price line.
1: Now, mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad?
0: The food. Food first, okay. Um, It's truffle oil. Truffle oil. Now niche I know mm. but it's meant to be a treat yes like people it's truffle always delicious truffle oil mm. I think it's horrible okay it makes me feel sick well I think I was quite young uh, in and there was a restaurant in I uh, grew up in newcastle Tyne, and there was this restaurant it, sort of fancy-ish I think mm. uh, in, the, in the live theatre there it's not there anymore the theatre is the restaurant isn't and they did this truffle oil lasagna mushroom lasagna with truffle oil mm. and I went oh I'll Oh, i'll have that i mean i wasn't there alone this was with this was a rare treat with the family rather than me as a 12 year old wandering into <laughs> nice, okay. fancy bistro and i imagine yeah. i will have your finest <laughs> lasagna <laughs> um it was just swimming in this oily truffley it's horrible have you tasted truffle oh, it? so it's very rich it's very it?
1: rich it's very and rich and it tastes yeah. a
0: bit vomity mm, okay uh, it's got it's it's, it's related to mu- it's not closely enough related to mushroom that's my okay i, it, I like mushrooms and I feel like the truffle has um, gone such a long way to differentiate itself from the mushroom that it's actually yes. lost sense of its identity.
1: Okay, so it it so what relation is it to a mushroom? Is it a type? I think of it's mushroom? a mushroom. It a truffle a mushroom, is a mushroom, yeah. yeah. Okay, I think you get pigs looking for them. Pigs look for the mushrooms. So when you are saying, it's they go...
0: yes, I know, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Um... I think I just had a really badly made meal. Okay, when I was very young. With too much of, and it's like, and it overexposed me to it. Yes, and now I can't face the idea of it. And that's when, especially if you're like twelve year, years old, that's
1: a particularly odd fla- flavor. I, ugh, I ugh.
0: the thought of it. Um, so, I mean, obviously, but I also it's the um, it's the way that it's treated like a delicacy. That's it. Mm. If it was ne- if it was less pretentious about itself, I'd maybe give it another chance. Okay, but because it's really you know the big I am. Yes, I think. Well, no truffle oil. You need to be put back in your place. Do you think that? Am I putting truffle oil in, or, or truffle? That's lasagna? what I was going to yeah. say. Uh, I right. think that food specifically, but actually truffle oil in general. Truffle oil. So truffle oil, but what about just truffle? I think I'd still have a problem with truffle because uh, it would remind me of truffle oil. Okay. Yes. Have you Have you had things with truffle in since? I think so, mm. sort of accidentally, and I've not been very happy about it. But I've still eaten it because. Uh, uh, that I connect that with ethical um, goodness. Okay, yes, I'm with you. Just that through training as a child,
1: because
0: um, you'd get a lollipop at uh, Little Chef if you finished your dinner. They'd give you a lolly. Yes, That's they it. would. That's ruined me for life. i Have to finish it, even if I hate it. Uh, do you? Yeah. Same oh. with alcohol they wouldn 't now, as a child, they wouldn 't give you a lollipop if you finished your pint no it 's true, um, but yeah. th- it's the same principle applies even when I go i shouldn 't have that last third you just I would anyway, because it... of the feeling of i 'm letting somebody down if i don 't finish that that is a waste of I've... of toxin I have exactly the same thing
1: mm-hmm. i I 've got to finish it the whole meal i 've got to finish it even if i 'm stuffed mm. it 's got to happen um. You're getting truffle in quite a lot of things nowadays. I've noticed, and yeah. and it's more f- uh, flippant. Maybe I, Oh yeah. Yeah, I was at a, a place where uh, having a burger the other day, and it was just like fries with truffle on. And I and and uh, um, at Audi, okay. other supermarket brands are available mm-hmm. at Audi. They do pastas for like one pound sixty uh-huh. that have truffle in.
0: Well, like my um, immediate reaction to that is, oh God, no! That oh right, okay, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to stumble over truffle, okay. but then. To be fair, it is. It's reducing truffle to maybe more of a more standard fare, and I, I'm for that. I'm for that. I'm just worried. I'm gonna. I'm gonna eat some truffle by accident. Okay. Yeah. But I'm. For, I'm for that. But um, truffle. Mm.
1: Okay. Truffle goes on. Truffle's going to be your food choice. And what's going to be your drink choice?
0: I've struggled a little bit with this. Well, because I think I know the answer, but it's a bit boring. Because I did think about um, wait, like, what was I thinking? A drink I don't. Oh, actually, you know what? I know what it is. Mm. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't. Kn- I didn't knew. I knew. I didn't knew. knew I didn't know. About I know. It. Okay. I didn't know. I knowed until I just thought I was going to put bad coffee in. Okay. Which is, makes you sound like oh, uh, but the amount. Ah, uh, you burn the milk and you taste it. It's disgusting. Oh meant to yeah. Dr- and, they, and you end up just and because you try and go into independent places. Because always the best ones are independent as well, apart from the ethics of the thing. Mm. But then you sometimes you can't tell now because some of them have learned that if you use hardwood and a, uh, a a blackboard without a logo outside, that this is the sign ah, of a good coffee good, place. Right, okay. So they trick you, and yeah. then you go in and they've not done it right, and it's burnt and it's horrible, and you yeah. taste it and you have to immediately pour it down the drain. Um, okay. But so, but that's not actually because coffee in general I like very much. Okay. And I don't think it's i don't think it's fair to just put the bad version of something fine i will go for fruit teas fruit teas
1: okay any specific flavors
0: i would go i'm I'm sort of there's a couple of exceptions Mm. like um actually no i don't like peppermint tea but that's not a fruit no it's not um i like a few different teas fruit tea promises mm. so much with the smell yes and gives so little you're right and i end up hungrier after drinking a fruit tea than mm. i am before it doesn't sate anything it's just it's the promise of this wonderful berryish yes Ooh, this yeah. is going to be delicious this is like a cake in a glass <laughs> yeah. and then, oh no it's hot water the flavor is just so underwhelming yeah it's hot water with like an aroma nearby it's just dry and maybe a bit bitter mm-hmm. afterwards yep yep yep. Like... it leaves you um, unsated
1: yes It is a letdown. Fruit tea. And as well, um, so there's a children's programme that I watch sometimes with my kids and they're uh, in it uh, as a treat. The characters have a fruit tea and just the the look of it and the thought of having that fruit tea just sounds so good.
0: The reality... Mm. It's funny, isn't it? As a kid, like Turkish Delight. Mm. I mean, I quite like Turkish Delight. Okay. But the Narnia books... The Turkish delight you imagine Turkish delight tastes like. Yes. From that. Yes. Wow. And then <laughs> yeah. you reach it and you go, oh, yeah. Okay. It's not Turkish delight, is it? Yeah. Also, this is a side note about that. Turkish delight, mm. right? Narnia has Turkish delight, doesn't have turkey. Doesn't have the place turkey. <gasps> oh, that is good. Where did they get the Turkish delight? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Who brought it there? Yeah, I mean, it sort of falls apart because the White Witch makes the Turkish delight, and it is it, it's mentioned. I think it's mentioned by Edmund. So then okay, she's creating it from, and okay. she obviously is magic. So it comes from another... So it would be different if they walked in. It's like, hey, here's some Turkish delight, uh, but so, because they've introduced the idea of it, and they've come from another world, and of course, Narnia was created after the cre- so. So, but yeah. I think it's odd, maybe that nobody there goes, wait, <laughs> wait, guys, where's Turkey? Yes, and then they'd yes, start realizing, right, yes. oh. And they have
1: a lesson about where Turkey is and, and yeah, what it's yeah. like. And then,
0: do they know in Narnia that there's another. No, I don't know if they do. Because they try and escape, wouldn't they? Yes. Would they? Mm. Some of them having an alright time. No, because the White Witch, she's horrible. Yes. She's horrible. Horrible <laughs> witch. Anything else on fruit teas? I um, know. Oh, I think I've said my piece. No, yeah. I mean,
1: arguably, and this is. It's very thinly veiled. But um, if you were stuck on a desert island with truffle... and Maybe not with truffle oil. If you were stuck with truffle lasagna and a fruit tea, you'd be laughing. That's to you. You're fine for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. If you've got enough lasagna. And, and fruit tea. You mean
0: for sustenance? Yes. Well, the good thing about fruit tea too, actually, and I realise this, and it's legitimate mm. because I still like fruit tea in its perfect state. Hot. Right. But actually cold fruit tea ah. i think i'd be absolutely fine with because all that is is water with a hint of fruit there's not the promise because it's the heat which gives you the smell yes the heat gives you the smell and that's the
1: oh this is going to be delicious and that's what creates the disappointment yeah
0: okay fruit tea odorless fruit tea would be almost perfect but of course nobody would buy it because the odors the you know just be that's just a bag to put into water that's the basically, basically that's you, that would just be a tea bag with no tea in it okay <laughs> just be water you, you put the bag in for the ritual. Okay, yes, of yeah. course, yeah.
1: Mm, maybe you're onto something. I'm, I'm going to market it. Here. You should market that. Um, thank you very much, John Luke. Fortunately for you, there won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck. It only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are
0: they, and why are they so bad? The film was actually slightly tricky. Film, okay. Because um, it, it boiled down to two. Okay. That being Man of Steel, mm. which I watched on my birthday. Oh. Imagine. And the other being Prometheus. Okay. But I'm going to go for Prometheus. Prometheus. Okay, I've not seen Prometheus. Oh, God. You're going to have to fill me in. So Man of Steel, uh, just to talk you through, I realised okay. Man of Steel, I went to it knowing it would be... I. I I Like a dark Superman is so beside the point of anything. Mm. Like he's he only works if he's... Because he's got such incredible powers, Superman would be a great villain. Yes. But actually, as a goodie, he's... I, what's fun about him is he's so good as to become sort of comic. He's this huge Boy Scout and what they did in the original Superman films of adding this clumsy Clark Kent uh, human side to him. Was great, although the clumsy side was, of course, the performance on the other side. But mm. that's how you. do I think you've got to do Superman that way. Otherwise, like, because in that film he's just a bit of a dick. Right. Okay. Really strong. You right. can't be a bit of a dick. No. Nice. How the hell are you meant to root for him? Yes. Uh, anyway, but Prometheus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Prometheus. I got. I, I hadn't watched the Alien films. I hadn't watched the Alien films. I was in my late twenties, I yeah. guess, when it, this had happened, and then I knew Prometheus was coming out, and I thought, oh, I will watch them. And then I, I got them, and I watched them, and I loved them, the first two especially. Um, and actually, the fourth, weirdly. I, yeah. I liked the fourth. Okay. I mean, a lot of people hate the fourth, and I can understand why. But I feel like the fourth, <laughs> at least, um, the setup for it makes sense of, well, what happens once they do weaponize these things. That a, that's a, that's, should really be the third question in the, in the trilogy, the, the third one in the trilogy. I think the fact they undo all the kind of happy ending the second one is such mean storytelling that i've no time for that okay. but that's not what <laughs> okay, prometheus thing right. all the pre all the stuff they were releasing pre prometheus the trailer mm. these little in-world videos yes they were so exciting it looked so good. well made it yeah. looked wonderful and then the movie was so badly written so full of terrible cod philosophy so even on its own terms, it didn't make sense. This man who's terrified of everything suddenly plays with a black plasma snake that comes out of a pool. Okay. Um, oh yes, that's going to be fun. Then he gets uh, killed or whatever. Oh, um, somebody goes through a uh, a cesarean and mm-hmm. then can immediately walk, having had their like stomach stapled back okay. together. Like a machine comes about. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, generally, I think if the film's good enough, you ignore. The things which don't make sense, the whistles, yes. the rest of it—they don't really matter. But the film is so bad, oh. I couldn't. Oh god, it was horrible! It was awful. And I watched it, and I went. I booked tickets far in advance at the IMAX, and then oh. I heard, like, I heard rumours it was bad. But I thought, no, I've got to. Maybe they're wrong. They might be wrong. And then I went, and I thought, hey, well, right. Oh. And they didn't warn me. They didn't say, no, seriously. That's what I think they should have done in the reviews at the end, saying, no, seriously, mate, don't. What about when you were leaving the cinema? When you when and it's like he didn't even know what was fun about aliens. <laughs> there were no aliens in it. I don't want these big old weird-faced people, and I don't want you to retcon that wonderful-looking space jockey and turn him into a boring human who'd put helmet on. Okay, <laughs> there we. Are. I don't like the film. No, it sounds like you don't like him. As
1: you we were leaving the cinema after you'd seen it in the in the IMAX and you'd prepaid your tickets, what was the atmosphere? Could you tell? What, well, we- it
0: felt funereal to me. Oh, but I can't okay. really know. Like, I was looking at the ground, so I don't know whether this was a shared experience or I was just projecting.
1: Oh, dear. Mm. That bad? Oof. Really? I'm mean. Never, no, but never do it? Just never watch it? I, uh,
0: I might watch it. I went to the sequel. <laughs> Did <laughs> you? Okay. <yeah. laughs> but then at least I was kind of... And the sequel is better. It's still a... bad. Hmm. It's better. Okay. It's better. It's not, it's not nearly as awful. I still think there was more to explore in the alien universe without those terrible ill thought through like sub gcse philosophical ideas and oh i just don't dear. really think ridley scott can spot a good plot and so he's sort of i think we've been lucky that he's a good filmmaker and so when the screenplay has been right he's ended up with a good film
1: yes okay wow
0: but i'm not sure he can spot a good screenplay <sighs> cutting well i I mean who I mean it's not like I've made any films no fair enough yeah. be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, actually, if the risk of me making a film is ending up with something like Prometheus, then I will happily not put my uh, hat in the ring. I will stay out of filmmaking just uh, in case okay
1: yeah, fair enough you're doing the service again yeah
0: great okay. that's a question isn't it What's would that? you would you take alien not existing um as a as the kind of quid pro quo mm. of not having prometheus it's not I've answered it no i i would i'm I would rather live in a world where Alien and Prometheus exists, okay. than not Alien, but just not... not the actual Alien. I'm glad I don't live in a world where no like, the xenomorphs exist. Yeah, that'd I'm be horrible. Relieved, to be honest. Yeah,
1: but um, the fact that you might have to watch Prometheus for your, for the rest of your life should you land on this island with just Prometheus.
0: I don't have to watch it, though, do
1: I? No, you don't have to. No, I know. can you choose can not go to go without. Yeah, fair enough. So Prometheus is going to be a film choice. Yeah, and and uh, what's going to be the song choice?
0: It's weird. Like I don't. i don't listen to much music i don't want to yes okay because i generally just stick on like i i follow like i listen to things i know i like mm. listen to things through you know spotify which will find new things that it thinks i like because of the algorithm
1: and then listen
0: to radio six mm. and so but there are songs i dislike but not enough to go oh, i mean i th- And they're all, I always feel like the ones I dislike are the ones which are kind of the cliche of disliking and I think, well, maybe I should give them a chance. Okay. You know, like Ed Sheeran or Mumford & Sons or those kind of things Yeah, go to. So I'm going to go for... I was raised as a Catholic. Okay. And there was on the Easter Vigil Mass... It would always. Oh, was it Maundy Thursday? It was Maundy Thursday because yeah. it's the one where Jesus just waits in the garden, right? Yeah. Okay. And so, at the end of this thing, you'd have this chant starting of It would be. It would be. Stay with me. Remain here with me. Watch and pray okay. Watch and pray Stay oh. with me And that would go on and on And then no. occasionally And we had a terrible the, It's well, very I, I don't want to be rude But the choir There was no selection process For the choir So you'd Then there'd be some, There'd be like two Really excellent singers there And they'd be singing These things over the clock Stay with me Romania oh, with me no. And then there'd be Awful singers And that was me Trying to do one of the good singers But I can't sing that high And they'd be and over the And There'd be this kind of um you'd there'd be this dilemma because this was it wasn't I don't think it's a mass the Maundy Sir maybe it's a mass. I don't think it's a mass, because I think the I think Palm Sunday is the last actual mass, I think, mm. before the Easter I think. Um But uh the priest would walk out during this mm. and then the song would carry on. Ooh. So there was no kind of and that's it, go in peace. <laughs> which, is, which is not how my priest said that. You're like, hey, go in peace, guys. Uh, <laughs> and also with you, buddy. Um, but you, you'd not be the, like... And you'd feel this burden of responsibility. Like, if you were actually sitting next to your mum, you'd think, I can't just leave. She's got the car. No, yeah. And so you, you'd both have the kind of waiting for her to think, we've had enough holiness now. And for thinking, like, oh, the first one. I mean, if you left as the first one, you'd feel pretty much like... I guess I'm just not as holy as these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So that was it, and that song comes into my head too often, mm. and I think at inappropriate moments. Yeah, yeah. So I could do with I wouldn't. I mean, I think on a desert island, that would probably be the worst song oh to just be able oh, to just listen. Trudging to. over. Because also, I think if you recorded it, there'd not be an end. They because there's no, there's no actual, there's not the. You know, in songs, sometimes they fade out, and sometimes a song will end with bam, bam. But it doesn't end with "stay with me." Yeah, you know <laughs> well, how does it end? Just with one. I can't remember. I can't remember it ever ending. Okay, I can't. I maybe. guess it just slowly. People must have just stopped, and it must have ended.
1: Maybe. But I'm, it's as if I'm still there. Maybe it's on a constant loop in your
0: head. And when you think about it, you're not thinking about it for the first time. You're just rejoining the loop. The loop, yeah. Maybe, maybe there's always somebody in the world singing. Although it's very much, maybe there's always somebody left god i wonder what the last point in the world when somebody is singing that song after Monday thursday is but you'd stop by the because you need to get there on good i guess the cutoff is the good friday yeah. Uh, service yeah like, if you're still doing it at that point you've won yeah you i think yeah. that means you can like give them a free car it's, oh right like free entry yeah, i think free entry, free entry yeah. up there yeah. Like, you, yeah that probably is enough to go right you can do any sins you like mate you're through go for it yeah
1: yeah <laughs> that's the ticket yeah I was raised as a Catholic as well. No, oh, yeah. And I, I don't remember that song.
0: Well, oh, I think it was... We had quite a... We had a really good priest, actually. Mm. Um, uh, very smart, like, trained as a chemist. And, like, oh, a right. So, okay. Very thoughtful man. I don't b- b- have any faith anymore, but he was... Um, mm. He had very good homilies, and it meant that I was kind of uh, steeped in a very thoughtful uh, Christianity. Uh, and so... Don't have a knee jerk reaction against it, although I, I don't believe in it. I, I don't think that it's, I, I think a lot of clever people do, and a lot of smart people do, and a lot of, uh, I don't think there's any, I don't think I'm particularly right. Um, mm. But he could sing really well. And so okay. there was good music. Helps. Yeah, yeah that really helps. Yeah, Grab That song is just like, I, yeah, I even sung well. Please uh, let me go. The, go.
1: the song of Monday Thursday
0: okay. it's a bit like the uh, the Catholic version of I know a song that will get on your nerves
1: yes and it just keeps going around but slightly more harrowing and it's also stay you're singing as him saying me. stay
0: with me remain here with me mm. so there's a you're, you, the guilt is just dripping you out of your leave. mouth yeah. you can't leave you can't leave because you're literally telling yourself as persona Jesus <sighs> don't leave me no I'm going to die
1: yes yeah. Oh my God, I don't
0: know if you need that much guilt as a child. No, well, that, <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of stuff I'm talking about my therapist at the moment. Yeah, okay, <laughs> interesting.
1: Okay, I feel like this is going that way. No, uh, okay, song. That, song that song from Monday Thursday. Song, yeah. Okay, and finally, John and Luke. Finally, the island is overrun by the
0: biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it? And what? well, right. Again, I had a choice of two. The first one, which I decided not to go for, is a specific animal, mm-hmm. which is a cat called Susie. I had growing up <laughs> yeah. because she, we got two kittens. After a while, Susie was quite old at this point. Susie was always quite horrible, mm. um, like very Oh, yeah. And like slightly dirty. I know the cat, uh, the, but yeah, and the cat, you, you kind of, you, you know, you've got to look after this creature, and you can't be, what can you, um, do? you can't be cruel to this thing. But also, how did we get this one? Um, but the two kittens, <laughs> Susie. We realised Susie was nudging open because years before we had a cat called Black Cat, which my brother, who was three, named. um And uh actually, I'm going to put Susie in. Let's put Susie. Okay, in. Susie's, right. Susie's, Susie's going in. Yeah, Susie into the island. Um, would Black Cat disappeared, and we thought Black Cat was dead. And then we heard a, a meowing underneath the oven, and oh. it turned out. Black Cat had got stuck under the house she'd gone into the cupboard under the stairs under no yeah uh, and we and my brother who's like who must have been a teenager at the point 9 years older than me crawled down with a torch and saved Black Cat wow okay but Susie seemed to have learnt from this because when we got these little kittens hmm. we noticed that well the the door kept seeming to come open of the uh under under stairs cupboard
1: Hmm.
0: and we caught Susie opening it and effectively beckoning the kittens in. What? Yeah, Susie wanted to kill those kittens. No. Yeah, Susie was a bad natured cat. Susie wanted to take them under the house for. Yeah, we sort of buy it, like meowing. She'd open it when they're around and then just meow at them next to it. And no. You'd sort of see this little nudge of her head as if, go on, <gasps> go on, it's fun in there go on, have a look and of course if they walked in I bet she'd have like slammed it behind them Susie nailed it shut Su- Susie regretted her decision she wanted her life back Wait, they, weren't she gonna... they weren't Susie's kittens
1: oh they weren't no okay. so there was a resentment
0: there about, was a resentment of cats taking the uh, okay no, now Susie it makes was, sense uh, Susie was long past child uh, kitten rearing age
1: okay she didn't want some new kittens on her patch well I think also she'd been she'd,
0: probably, she'd been neutered Okay, so there you go. So maybe there was even that, or is that, you know, maybe again, Susie was uh, a victim of circumstance and we have to take some responsibility. Mm. But I'd definitely not like to be on an island with Susie. <gasps> Imagine she's back and now, oh, it's overrun with Susie's. Yeah, it would be. And I'd wonder how they'd cope with each other. No. Because I, I think that that kind of treatment of other people in the first place does come from a place of not really loving yourself. And so Susie probably would especially hate other people who were her. I think the, what
1: would happen is, individually, they'd all try and drown each other until there was just one Susie left. Yeah, it would
0: probably be a kind of Lord of the Flies scenario. Yeah. But even then, but they're, they're the same. So it's mm. like when Sonic fights Metal Sonic, they're kind of evenly matched. So yes. maybe they would all kill each other at the same time. I mean, I guess you you have to put chance into it and there would be falling coconuts and things. So yeah, you maybe end up in a situation where because of circumstance there was just one Susie. But I I sort of imagine it ending with two Susies in an eternal... Eternal battle. battle.
1: (gasps) That is quite
0: good. And then the island would just be covered with Susie carcasses.
1: Okay. (laughs) Oh my god. Susie. I feel like... It's quite. Uh, I don't know. I don't know Susie, but I can imagine this island. And then you've got Reese Mogg and Waluigi just trying to sort each other's lives out while these two Susies are And just, you, know, you know, Jacob
0: Reese Mogg would be there like um, Jacob asking, Reece-Mogg. he'd be saying, Oh, Waluigi, Morrissey, can you help me? Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I need to eat and um, I, I can't survive like this. I've got four. Um, butlers at home. I'm, I don't know this for a fact, but you <laughs> no, know this. it could this. be. Yeah, yeah. You know this, or I'm sure he treats his children like butlers. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure at all. this Maybe is pure supposition. <laughs> yeah. um, well, he's probably got uh, like minors or something, hasn't he? Yeah, you know, a Victorian. <laughs> yeah. He's probably got. A, he's probably got a workhouse. <laughs> yeah, just ready to do there. So he's going to be. He's going to be hard to do his bidding out here. And he's going to go. I don't know how to survive. I don't know how to. Su- could you skin this? And Morrissey will get very offended. Yes, being he would. To, uh, he would to do that. Waluigi Probably suck it up and do it. he probably, probably he'd, would, he'd, he'd, it, yeah. would probably be... He's certainly, I think, the one of the three of them who's the most uh, able mm. and willing to to learn. So I think Waluigi would would take it on himself to skin and uh, prepare the Susies. <gasps> yes. Probably even, like, if there's a, any salt left in that plane, might be able to uh, preserve the meat so that we can spread it over a long time. That's and good. And then, actually, I'd rather eat Susie than uh, truffles, so that's good.
1: Okay, that is good. Mm. So it's all worked out fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Okay, John Luke, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having I me. I really appreciate it. If people want to hear more from you, where can they find you?
0: Um, my website, yes, uh, JohnLukeRoberts.co.uk. Great. I'm on Twitter at J Luke Roberts. Yes. Um, so you're at Edinburgh at the minute as well. Yeah. Um, and where can people? I'm doing my show, John Luke Roberts. All I want to do is FX gunshots with an FX gun reloading and an FX cash register and perform some comedy every day at 5:30 p.m. at the Assembly in George Square. Excellent. Okay, and what, what goes on? What goes on in the uh, show? It's, um, it's, uh, it's so, somebody came to my show last year and said, they, they a member of the public, they wrote a review online and it made me sad, but then I read it again and realised they'd written this sentence in it. It's an absurdist comedy show, and they'd written, um, I love absurdism, but this doesn't make any sense. <gasps> oh, I thought, good. wow, how beautiful. And the show is basically, um, off the back of that, this show is an attempt to defend not making sense and defend not understanding things and finding joy in not understanding um and so it's a, it's a manifesto for absurdism and it's largely told through 24 fictional spice girls okay that is excellent that's it yeah that's the short version
1: <laughs> well if you're in edinburgh then make sure that you go and see the show okay well thank you so much for coming in yeah thank you for having me. i appreciate it now where's this plane <laughs>